Lekuta Sichas Chelik Yudayin Parshas Be'ar, the second Sicha, which is also a Siyum, a conclusion of Mishnayas Masech Teshvis. Seif Aleph, by the Mitzvah from Shvisa Soorets in Shvis, Zog the Rambam. The Rambam writes in the beginning of Ilche Shemitah Ve'yoyvel, regarding this Mitzvah, that the land should rest on the seventh year, Mitzvahs say lishboys mi'avodas oretz. There's a positive mitzvah to rest from the work of the land. Ve'avodas ilon and the work of a tree. Beshona shvis on the seventh year. Shenemar, like it says in the Torah, and he brings the pasuk which is in our parsha parshas behar. Ve'shofso oretz shabbos la'ashem. The Torah says that when you come into Eretz Yisrael, the Shof Soore Chabas Lashem, then you must keep the land also a Shabbos in honor of Hashem. Venemar, and it's also written in another Pasik, this is in Pasha's Kisiso, Bechorish U Bakotsir Tishbois that you should rest, teach boys, both from chorish, which is plowing, and kotzir from reaping its growth. So this is the mitzvah of Shemitah, which is brought down in the Torah in a number of places. There is a question which is being discussed in different tzvarim. The Rebbe in the footnote 4 brings mainly the minchas chinuch, in Mitzvah Kufiud Beis, in as we're going to see later, it's also in other places in the Minchas Chinuch. And the same is in the Beer of Marif Perla and Sefer Mitzvah of Rab Saadi Goen, which he discusses also the same discussion which is being discussed now in the Sicha. And in the Sefer Leoira Locha for Rav Zevin, which wrote a Sefer. In that book, he collects different subjects that he summarizes and references to different achronim and rishonim, which discuss that particular matter. And he has there a whole discussion about Shemitah, and he too discusses the following Shaila. The Shaila is basically before me read what is the mitzvah of Shemitah. Is the mitzvah on the earth, that the earth should rest? Or is the mitzvah on a person to cease working the earth, that he has to rest from working in the earth? As it says inside, Yedua in the Mdechkira, see the mitzvah is as the earth of Shoivazain, is the mitzvah that the earth should rest. This is Mashma from Loshanak Suvim Bepasha Seinu, which is also indicated from the way it's written in the Parsha. In Parshas Behar. So the Taylor writes, Veshofso o Oretz Shabbos Lashem, that the land should rest, o Oretz, which is a commandment that the land has to rest, Shabbos Lashem. Or as the Posse continues, Shabbos Shabbosoin Ie Loretz, which is in Posse Dalet, later continues. Again, indicating that there has to be a Shabbos Shabbos, so in the 37th year, it has to be given a complete rest. 
Shnasha Bosoin, Ielo Oretz, in Osas Posik Hey concludes that this year has to be a rest for the land with regard to working it. In all those psukim indicate that the mitzvah is on the earth to rest. Um, the Rambam zokt in an underlord. The Rambam himself says, "Als we're in ilchashmita ve'yovel, as the mitzvah is shetishboi so oretz beshvis v'melachto, that the land should rest on the seventh year from its work." So this is the way the Rambam describes it in Isefer Mishnetera in Ilchais Shmita Veyoivu. And as the Rebbe also brings in footnote 5 that the Rambam is Sefer HaMitzvahs or the Sefer HaMitzvahs. Mitzvahs Ese Kuf Lamed Hei. So dear too, says the Rambam, Ve'u Omroi Bachorish Uba Kotsir Tishboi Sukva Nichpal Ve'atzivu Ipeomim the Omar, the Torah, doubles that commandment, and it says, Shabbat Shabbosoin Iel Oretz. Ay Shabbosoin Asei. This resting is a positive commandment, a mitzvah seser. V'achar kach Omar, v'achar kach v'omar gamkein v'shof soretz. The Rambam mentions that the Torah also specifically said, v'shof soretz. That the mitzvah is for the earth to rest. So clearly in these languages by the Rambam, the indication is that the mitzvah is on the earth to rest on the seventh year. This is one way to view the mitzvah shmita. The other way to view the mitzvah shmita is other the mitzvah is are the mensch that is for the person to rest and not to work his field during the seventh year. With the Loshana Kosov, like indicated in the Pasik, which was mentioned earlier from Pasha's Kisiso, Bechorishubakotzir Tishbois. The detailer commands the person to rest from plowing and reaping the field. So it's Tishbois is indicating a order, a commandment to the Gavre, to the person. Which is also indicated in the language of the Rambam, which he says in the beginning of Ilcha Shmita Veyoivul, he writes, Lishbois me avoida so oretz ve avoida so ilon. That the mitzvah is to rest from working the land and working with the trees. So, this is the two ways to look at it. Is the mitzvah for the land to rest, or the mitzvah is for the person to rest. And as the Rebbe is going to bring a practical difference. But first he brings in parentheses, regarding the negative prohibitions, which the Taylor writes in this week's parsha in Behar. So the whole which is written in the Torah, in this week's Pasha, in Posik Dala, the Torah says that you must not sow your field, and nor may you prune your vineyard. So this verse is Poshet, as the Isa Loisese is not a Fengavre. 
This is clearly that there is no question that this applies only to a person. As the Rambam himself writes in the header to the loss of Shemitah Yoivel, that he, the person, should not work the field during this year. So this is definitely a negative prohibition. But regarding the mitzvah's essay, there is the question is, who is the mitzvah for? Is it applying to the fact that the earth has to rest or it's for the person to abstain from working? What is the difference, whether it's on the land or on the person? So he continues, from the nafke is. The difference between it is, Eib de mitzvah is, as the karka fun iden darfun oben. Shvisa, if the mitzvah applies regarding the land, the dead should rest, is them old kein chilik nit ver es ishoilel de shvisa, unto the arbet in zain karka. Then there is no different the whom violates the prohibition, who goes and interferes with the land's obligation to rest, which obviously will be will be over, will be violated apart of the commandment. A is the balakarka over of the Even if you are a goy to do it, the fact that this is a mitzvah for the land to rest. And here, the land didn't rest. It doesn't matter that the person who worked the land is not the one who is obligated with mitzvahs. But bottom line is that the land did not rest. So therefore, the owner of the field who brought the non-Jew to work it is violating the mitzvah sesa, even though generally there is no biblical prohibition when it comes to do a melacha through a goy. If it's an obligation on the person that he has to cease from working on Shemitah, then if a goy would have been doing it, the owner did not violate any prohibition. So this is clearly the nafkemina, the different, the practical difference, which is also brought down in the Minchas Chinuch. In Mitzvah Kuf Yud Beis, which was quoted earlier in Order 4, is clearly indicated that this is the difference. If we say that the land has to rest, then even a goy cannot work the land, because the, the land has to be in a state of tishboys, of complete rest. And a goy working it cancels that, cancels that rest. If, however, we look at it, that the mitzvah is for the person that he, the balabas, the owner of the field, has to not work it. So then, if it's an obligation on the person, you will not violate the mitzvah's esef and tishboys by hiring a goy to work it. In Before we continue, suggest so to also learn footnote number eight. In number eight, the Rebbe brings a number of places which is indicating clearly that the obligation in the Rambam is referring simply to the person. As he writes, we're going to read it inside, In the Minyana Mitzvahs, which is in the beginning of Sefer Ayat, also the Rambam clearly writes there that Lashin, 
the way he writes here in the Aloha. In Sefer HaMitzvah, Kuf Lamedei, which was also mentioned earlier in footnote 5, is due to the Rambam writes, that we were commanded, we should rest from working the land on the seventh year. So the mitzvah, the way the Rambam writes is, clearly seems to indicate that the mitzvah of Shvisa is on the person. So the Rebbe writes that according to this pshat, Alpizah Yumtak, Masha Besefer HaMitzvah, Evi HaKosuf Bachorishu Bakotzer Tishboys. This makes sense why the Rambam is Sefer HaMitzvah he first brings the mitzvah, the posik, Bachorishu Bakotzer Tishboys, which is a posik in Parshas Kisiso. Verachacharkoch, and only afterwards the Rambam writes, Ukva Nichpazea Tzivui Peomi Veomar Shabbos Shabbosin. That this posik was repeated later in Parshas Be'ar, which says Shabbos Shabbosin. Ubeminina Mitzvah Shom, Evi Rakakosu Vubachorishu Bakotzer. In Minyan Mitzvah, the Rambam only brings the Pasuk of Bachorishu Bakotzer. What is the idea of bringing the Chorishu Bakotzer Tishboys? The fact that the Rambam also brings it first is again indicating that the gather of commanding the Mitzvah of Shemitah is the first and most importantly for the person to rest. And only afterwards he brings other Psukim. Vekeinu to the point that in in uh, in uh, Minyan Mitzvah he only brings the pasuk Bachorishu Bakotzu Teach Boys, which refers to the person. Bekeinu Bachinuch Shom. Same thing is in the Chinuch. The Chinuch writes the Mitzvah of Shmitel Levate Lavoida Soorez Bashone Ashviis to cancel working of the land of the seventh year. Shenemar Bachorishu Bakotzu Teach Boys. So here too he brings this pasik, Bachorishu Bakotzir Tishboys, that for the person is to rest only that pasik. So this is again a reference that is goes to the Gavre to the person. The order concludes in the beginning of the Rambam in Mishnatoir of Shmita Vyoivul, Higdimak Rambam Makosuv. Veshofso Oret, he does first bring Veshofso Oret, which refers to the land, before bringing the next posik, which is the Bachorish Bakotzer Tishbois. But clearly, from Minyan Amitzvah, from Sefer Amitzvah, from Chinuch, is the fact that he brings that posik is to further express the idea that the mitzvah of Shemitah mainly applies to the person, for him to be shoivas, for him to rest from working on Shemitah. In order 9, the Rebbe explains even further. Now that we have these two different views on the mitzvah of Shemitah, so really these two views depends on the understanding and the reasoning for the mitzvah. So he explains in order 9, These two views depend for the reasons for the mitzvah of Shemitah. In one end, we have the reason which is brought down in the Moir and Nevuchim by the Rambam, where the Rambam writes, 
ותסחזק בעומדו שמותו. That the land itself is going to increase in power of its ability to cause the growth, and this gets stronger by having a year off. Would this obviously, clearly, the Meir Nebuchim's approach is that the idea is Shvisa Soaretz. As he says, Shoaretz Atzmo Tishadik, for the land to be stronger. And that fits with the view that, the, 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 the Alachic view on Shmita, that it applies to the Oretz. In the other end, we have a different reason, which is brought by the Chinuch in two places, Peidalet and Shinchofches, which the Chinuch writes, Oy, likvoya belibeinu, that the idea of, of, uh, of, uh, of the mitzvah of Shmita is to establish in our own hearts, inyan chidush o'ilam, the fact that the world was created at new, yesh mi'ayim badreibishter, by Hashem, kisheish yesyom im oso, Hashem made the world in seven days, vehichtiv menucho al atzmoi, and he had uh, brought upon himself, he took upon himself the concept of rest, ein dovo meyuched mereshusoi, rak shehakoil bereshus odoin akoil. The idea is, that there is nothing which exists on its own, nothing is separate from Hashem, but rather the whole idea of Shemitah is to further give a person the understanding and the appreciation that the world was made by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There is a Ebishter who created this world. If the word is to establish a stronger emunah in our heart, so this fits with the view on Shemitah that it's for the person to rest from working the land, because by him resting, that will further establish the emunah, strengthening the emunah in his heart. So these two views is fitting with the two reasons brought down in the Mephorshim regarding to the mitzvah of Shemitah. As he concludes in the order, Ramban and in the Ramban, in, which is clearly right on the posting, so the Rambam writes that the whole idea is to ensure and to confirm not only six days a week, but every single year of the year calendar to ensure that the world has a boyre, the world has a creator. And this indicates shvisa soodom. So this is the order nine. Whether Shvisa Soaretz, the land to rest, is according to the reasoning of the Rambam and Meirenevuchim, Shvisa Soodom, the person's rest, is fits with the reasoning by the Chinuch and so in the Ramban and the Avavanel and others. So this is the Shaila. Sikha continues. Before we continue, just one more order regarding what he says that even a goy can do the uh, melacha. So in footnote 12, the Rebbe references to the Tesfes read. Re'ei Tesfes read, Avoidezoreshom, Madure Kama. And same thing, the Marshal in Babemetzia Tzadik Omedalef. But still, the Tesfes read clearly writes. In Avedezora, the Gemara there discusses in Avedezora about selling 
a cow to a goy, which is possibly to work it on Shabbos. Because the heter to consider why would you be allowed to sell it to him is the fact that he might buy it for shechita. He wants to slaughter it. Not necessarily he's going to, to, to work it. And the Gemara deal concludes and connects it also to Shemitah. As the Gemara says, even though you, are, you have a mitzvah for you feel to rest on Shemitah, nevertheless, you're allowed to sell your field for someone which might even work it on Shemitah because you can consider the fact that he is um, not going to do the melochas which is also for Ayi to do on Shemitah. And here the Teis read questions the relationship between Shabbos and Shemitah, and clearly he says in his explanation there, there's a big difference. He says that Shabbos, the, the idea of Shabbos is that you should not work, um, uh, I'm sorry, the idea of Shabbos is that it shouldn't be done any melacha in the field. But Shemitah is that he, the person, should not work in his field. But if somebody else works it, it's not your fault, it's not your problem. And to rent it out to a goy, that's But when it comes to Shabbos, he wants to say, So it's clearly an obligation for, um, for, for that it belongs to you. And, um, and, and, and this is what the uh, Rebbe is saying over here. The taste was read in regard to this concept, which you said earlier that whether or not you are allowed to do it to a goy. So taste was read clearly indicates that this is, doesn't interfere with the issue of Shabbos. At the end, the taste was read writes, "V'shema Moira," which is Rashi, Shabbos Shabbosoin Yelo Oretz. And since it's a Shabbos in complete rest, then it would indicate that you're not even allowed to rent it out to a goy during Shemitah. And same thing is the marshal in Chochem um, discusses uh, the same idea, bringing the Shabbos Shabbos in Yelo Oretz, then it will be forbidden even to do it to a goy. But this is in the way the Mephorshim are discussing the concept. The Shaila in the get-go, is still the same Shaila and the Nafkemina, the way it's being discussed by uh, the Minchas Chinuch also, is whether we look at it as an Isur on the person, then it would be allowed to be done to a guy, or it's an Isur by the Karka, then no one would be allowed to work it because the Karka needs to rest. Continuing now, Seif base. Similarly, there's another uh, uh, similar type of discussion regarding another mitzvah in Shviz. What mitzvah? This is in Pashas Mishpatim. The Torah tells us in Pashas Mishpatim that on the seventh year, which means that you have to leave um, all that which is growing on 
Shmita. So you have to leave it and you cannot just collect it uh, for yourself, as the Torah says there. So regarding this mitzvah, it says, that During the seventh year, you must leave it. You must leave it untended. Not allowed to work it. And you have to withdraw from any, any type of, of care given to the field. Is there too? There's the same shaila. What is the shaila? So the mitzvah from shmita saperos. If that mitzvah, which is to shmitas, to leave you fruit, and shmita, is as does was the erd gita rois beshviz darv der balibos mash mitzain. Is it a mitzvah and the honor that he should if actively leave it, mafkilzain, he has to declare it as to be honorless. And even declaring is not necessarily required, as he writes in 13 star, in the footnote, you conduct, the way you relate to your field, would be enough to indicate that you announced it, hefker honorless, the ain't sorry hefker bedibur, doesn't necessarily require a declaration of Hefker, or we can consider the fact that you, uh, the way you behave anonymously, because can establish, giving you the assumption that you behave like the way you're supposed to behave, and this is considered Hefker. But in, 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 in essence, the obligation is something which applies to the honor of the field. With the Loshna Rambam, in Sefer Amitzvahs, as the Rambam writes in Sefer Amitzvahs, what does the Rambam say? Shetzivonu lehafkir kol mashetitzmach. The Rambam writes that the mitzvah is lehafkir means to announce honorless everything kol mashetitzmach, everything which grows. This is where the Rambam writes it. When in Sefer Ayad, in Ilcha Shmita Veyoyvel, in Pedek Dalet, the Rambam writes, Lehashmit kol mashetoi tziyoret beshviz. That we have a mitzvah, Lehashmit, to live. Everything which the land gives out on shviz. This is the way the Aloha, the Aloha writes it. So the Loshen of the Rambam in Ilcha Shmita Veyoyvel is an indication that this is something which applies to, uh, to the person. Lehashmit, that it's for him, for him to do it, for the person to do it. Mitzvah says lehashmit, he has to give up ownership on it and to consider it as an open field that everybody can come and take. This is one way to look at it. Other, a different way to look at it is that the shmita is in an afen fun afkase de malke. The idea of Shemitah is, is that the Eibishter, so to speak, is removing the ownership of the owners of the people to their fields. The Teirot Mafke given the Perishvis. Teirot was the one who considers the fruit of the 70 honorless, and the Balabas to garnish to them. The fact that you the owner 
doesn't expect, it doesn't acquire, and doesn't accomplish any gain, any pro, any any benefit in further having you feel to be considered hefker, which is also the same uh, sefer we mentioned before, the Minchas Chinuch, Mitzvah Pidale that the Rebbe references, is asking the Shaila. Is it for the person to be mafkir? It's for the person to be mafkir his fruits, as the indication of the Rambam Shetzivonu lehafkir. Al Derech Zei says in footnote fourteen the Chinuch in Mitzvah Pedalet also says indicates the same lashon. It's for the person to be mafkir, or the hefker happens on its own. It happens mimele. Avkase de Malke. And as you're going to see in a moment, he's going to also explain a different, an Afkemina, what is this concept, and we look at it, if the person does it, or it happens on its own, by the Torah, or by Hashem. So he explains, well, the Chiluk Bepashtus is, the difference is, in a fall, in a case, when what happens if a person clearly makes a decision not to allow his field to be considered honorless? Rather, what does he do? Goidos Odeyu, he fences his field, and he locks his vineyard. As he brings in footnote 21 from the Rambam, the Rambam writes in Pedic Dalet, in Ilcha Shmita the Rambam says clear, anybody who lacks his vineyard, or he fences his field during the seventh year, he's canceling a mitzvah that he has to do. So there's a person, but this person decides to do it. Obviously, it's a issue, but he does it. If he does it, comes out a practical difference how we consider those fruits to be after. As the Rebbe explained, Apes is a chayvas gavre from balabaisum after If it's an obligation, and the person he has to be the one to consider it and to allow it to become after, then. Is chach as there is over of the mitzvah sasa. You're right. The fact that you locked it up, you're not letting people in. You did violate the mitzvah sasa of shmita. From that begin, still, nevertheless, Torah satzveta nitnemen. The fact that you did not make it efker, then it's not efker. And if it's not efker, nobody else is allowed to take it. If somebody else comes and takes it anyway, that person who takes it will violate the prohibition of Gzela. Why? Because Efka doesn't happen automatically. Efka depends on the owner's des- desire and decision to make it Efka. This is if we look at the Efka of those fruits, if it's depending on the person. However, if we look at it from the other side, if what happens to the field, to the fruits, is that the Abishter is the one who declares it after, it becomes essentially 
internally after Ronolev came in Nehmen and Zeches and the Peres, Afilu, but Korkhoff the Bailim. Then it's nothing to do with you. Then even despite your decision not to make it after, we will be allowed to enter and take it because it is intrinsically after. That's called Afkasa de Malke. It's the king who decides that this is honorless. So this is a clear nafkemina, a lachic difference. How do we look on the mitzvah of Shemitah's aperos? Whether it's the person or if it happens from Shemaim, it happens from above. So this is another type of hakira in the same mitzvah, the mitzvah of Shemitah. The Rebbe brings another difference in Allah in the way we view it, whether it's the person does it or it happens by Torah. Another nafkimine is being said regarding that. Vibald Ashvis is potter for Meiser. Mitzadem was the peris and an efker. The halacha is that although from all fruit you have to take Meiser, but fruit which you pick on Shmita and you eat from is part of that Meiser. It's being learned that from Psukim in Torah. Just like an animal can eat from it, every person does not need to take Meiser. Why? Because essentially it's Hefker. Hefker, honorless fruit, is not obligated by Meiser. So here too will be a difference in regard to the honor's obligation of Meiser. If the obligation goes upon the person that he has to consider it honorless, as the perish viz was is a nit mafkir. If the fruit of Shmita that you did not allow it to become afkir, the example goidosode, you you fenced your field and you clearly made a statement that this is not becoming afkir. If it's not Efker, then you have an obligation of Meisr, then Chayve Meisrus. This is if you consider it that Hefker happens by the person. If the Hefker happens because Taylor, the king, Akadish Borhu, makes it, considers it Hefker, is moving as Zain, Nit Mafker Zain, the fact you do did not Mafker your fruit, and that Garnit, that doesn't change anything. On the Peres and the Potem So this is another Nafkemina, which is, by the way, also written by the Minchas Chinuch in his uh, in Mitzvah Peidalet. The same, the same Nafkemina. So we have two Nafkeminas in Seif Beis. Nafkemina number one is, if we look at that, that it's the person who has to make it after, then seemingly if he didn't do it, or he restricts people from entering his field. The person who takes it is not allowed to take it because it, 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 it depends on the owner's uh, decision whether or not to make it after. However, if we look at it, Safkasa de Malke, it happens by the trader itself, and therefore, regardless of the owner's decision, you will be allowed to take it, even if it says that I am not letting you. The second nafkemina is regarding Meiser. If it is you the one who is the mafkiret, 
And since you did not, it will be chayve meiser. Or if it's not depending on you, it's anyway yefker, then it will be exempt from meiser. Regarding this discussion of Kemina the Rebbe in footnote 19, brings that this is a big discussion, Amachleikas, which is between the Bes Yosef and the Mabit, and even further, Rison the Ma'arit, and this is the again in the Mechaschinuch Mitzvah Peidalet and Ma'aripelo, and Arav Zevin Eiraloche brings a number of Sforim who discusses it, and the Rebbe is assigned to a number about four or five different Ragachovers in Safnas Paneach, which is also discussing this very concept: is that the person's uh, obligation to declare it efker? Or it's Afkasa de Malka, and the Ragachover also brings different proofs for, uh, for both ways. We will continue now into Seif Gimel, which continues the second part of the Nafkimina regarding Miser by Hefker. Ebbe continues the Seif Gimel and says, it's possible to say as euch wenn einer ich beferisch nicht mafkir de peres von schwies dann ist der potter für meisters a viele leute svoras ist a chövers gavre the truly even the opinion if we're going to go that it's a person's obligation still meister you will be examined and schmitte in other words the rebbe doesn't accept this nafkemina la'alocha, because it's possible there is no nafkemina. According to everyone, meiser from shmite is going to be completely uh, exempt. How? Why? So he says, "V'rum yeshleimar as does v'speire shvis that an potter from meiser is bitam efker." Is does neither far but is an efker bepoyel. The fact that food of Shemitah are potter for Meiser, yes, so it says that the reason is because Hefker. But this is not the absolute reason that only because it's practically Hefker, therefore you don't have to give Meiser. Nor mitzadim chiyuf zei tzumafker zayn. Not like the Minchas Chinuch said. Hefker could be depending on the person, and if a person did not mafker his fruit, still the fruit is going to be exempt from Meiser. Why? Because it's not that you have to be mafkiret practically, but rather the fact that Shemitah has an obligation to announce your fruit as, mafkir, as hefker. So that obligation exempts the, the mitzvah of Meiser and that year altogether. Whether or not you practically went against it and you lacked your field, you're still going to be part of a Meiser. And he explains the reason. Every year, there is a different obligation of Meiser. In the cycle of Meiser, so we have Ashona Rishoino, Shniyo, Reviz, Vechamishis, Ilbemafrish, Meiser Sheni. First, second, fourth, and fifth year, we take off Meiser Sheni, which is usually the fruit that you bring up in Yerushalayim to eat from. 
שלישיס ושישיס, is menashtot ma'aser sheni ma'afrish ma'aser oni, the third and sixth year, so instead of ma'aser sheni, you don't do ma'aser sheni the third and sixth year, but rather you give one ma'aser to the poor. But the pashtas yeshloim adotam, what's the reason why is it divided in such a cycle? Bichdeim is only dafin geben in ein yor, ale ma'aseres. Even though, as it says in Oret 24, Lomdu Miksuvim, I mean, the Torah tells us that this should be the order of um, the division in uh, how the years should be divided for Meiser, but the Torah doesn't tell us that this is like that the first year has to be Meiser, Shani, and, uh, and, and, the, and the second year, Maestro Shani, Sama, the third year, there's like Zeras Akosov, no explanation. No, there is a reason for it. And the reason is that the Torah wanted us to make sure that every year we give one single Maestro. So that's why it's divided in such a manner. So clearly, there is a reason for the division. Nevertheless, Fundesvigen, Nobody does it say that if, for example, a person, the first year of the Shemitah cycle, did not give Maishosheni, therefore he should give Maishosheni that year? It doesn't say. Why? If it's a rational division. You don't want to give more than one Maeser a year. So why wouldn't you tell a person who didn't give Maeser Shani? Okay, in that case, even at the year of Maeser Shani, give at least Maeser Oni. But no one says that we're doing it. Why not? Be'atam. The reason is, It's not about what you have to do. It's what is required, what is expected from the wheat growing that year. And the way the Torah expects it is that the first year we expect only Maeser Sheni. And the third year we expect only Maeser Oni. And therefore, if you missed one year, we're not going to tell you if you don't give Maeser Sheni, give at least Maeser Oni. The year which we are obligated Maeser Sheni, there is absolute no obligation in Maeser Oni. This is the only thing that is required that year. Same thing is regarding to Shemitah. Since the Torah is the one who obligated and required that we should clear Hefker, the fruit of that year, it be mele nito dem yor kein chiyuv maishas. So therefore, that year, there is absolute no obligation of maishas. Afile vemen od bepoyel nit mafkir given. Even though if a person did not practically allow his field to become hefker, from the get-go, there is no chiyuv maishas of Paytas, which is being collected on the seventh year, and therefore, to say that in Afkemine, whether it's your obligation or Tafkasa de Malke to make it Afkir, 
if you have obligation to make an FKR and have a Mefkasa, the Malka would not be a different regarding Meister because either way, we look at the mitzvah, still you are going to be exempt from giving Meister. <clears throat> and here there is a number of uh, footnotes that we are going to, uh, to learn. Number one is in order 23, the Rebbe brings that earlier was brought a machlekes of the Bes Yosef and the Mabit, which they argue on this question whether or not fruit of Efker will be high b'maiser if a person decides not to make them Efker. So he says in order 23, machlekes of Bes Yosef and Mabit Anal their discussion is mainly regarding a goy's fruit and shviz. If a yid sells it to a goy, so then whether or not we would apply the concept of a miser, and since it's not a hefker or not. But in that Bes Yosef, Regarding a Jewish person, not mafkil, so you bring the betoich dvorov, Kosava Bes Yosef. The Bes Yosef writes in the Sefer Afkaz Reichel, so he writes clear. Kilei nifteru peiro yishviz b'maises elo mitam hefker. Shmita fruit is exempt from maiser mainly because it is hefker, but v'kol she'enoi mufkar, loi nifta b'maises. If it wasn't mufkar, it's not exempt to Maishas. He continues the Mashe Toan, Otu Yisrael Shegodar Karmoi Veloyifki Rayid, which is, he fenced his vineyard, and he didn't mafkir. The Ikelemeima Beo Einochename. In this case, he would say, You're right, Sheikhayeves. Afal Gav de Rachmone Afkere, even though the tailor declares it Afkere, but given the Hiuloy Afkere, so maybe. He will be chayv emaiser, and continues vafilu im tim tzolema de pturo. Even if you're going to say that it's exempt from maiser, meaning he wasn't mafkeret, there's a possibility to say it's exempt from maiser. Ikelemeima shine also on the rachmone afkere. The reason why there's a difference between a goy and a yid because by a yid the Torah is the one who declared it to be afker. So clearly. When he talks about the mitzvah of Efker, so he's staying in Achkira. Arei, as the Rebbe concludes, Gam Lishito say, the mitzvah lo'odom lehafkir, even the Bes Yosef, we all that the mitzvah and the person to cloil the Efker, lo'ipsikele milse beperosh al Yisrael. When it comes to fruit belonging to Ayid, the Bes Yosef himself is not clear about it, and he's still questioning whether or not this is going to be Chayev, Chayev B'Maiser, or not. So clearly that we can say, as the Rebbe takes it further in Pnim, that when it comes to Chiyuv Maiser, even if you go with the approach that this is a Chayvas Gavra, still there is going to be a, uh, an, uh, uh, an exemption when it comes to Maestras, because the word is that that year 
the year is not a year which is chayev, which is chayev b'maiser. Lipsikele milsa. So this is one order. A second order is in order uh, 25. When he says in the Pnim, inside he says that in that year, there's a possibility to say, since the Torah obligates it to be Hefker, so even if practically you decide not to follow it, there is no Chi of Meister anyway, because because the Torah it's considered a year that there is no Meister on those fruit. So you bring some Atesvas, you have the Koran Rosh Hashanah, <clears throat> uh, which is also uh, mentioned earlier by the Ragachover. And this Tesfas is the same Tesfas which is brought on actually in Ore 24 from uh, the Sifri. The, the Sifri is the one who writes that um, that, um, that that concept, that there is, a, that there is no... Um, no, I'm sorry. The Kodra Shone, Tabnach Shibore 19. The Ragachover is the one who, uh, who discusses it and brings rise for it. But interesting is what he says, in regarding to conducting yourself even in, um, in, um, in mitzvahs, not only in, um, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in a case where you're going against Torah, meaning you have a heter to behave in a certain way. So we have a similar shayla. A person that he was forced to be mechal Shabbos. Does he have to put on tefillin? Because in other words, the mitzvah of tefillin is, the Shabbos is itself called a ois, a sign. So you don't need the ois of tefillin. But now that you were forced to, uh, to uh, the mechal Shabbos, do you have to put on tefillin? Or there is no mitzvah of tefillin at all in a day of Shabbos. Even if you decide, or you have some reason you, you can't, you have to desecrate Shabbos. The same question is, Cholamoyed is a similar situation. Cholamoyed is a question if it's called ois, and because it's being called a ois, therefore you don't put on tefillin, which is being discussed in the Tzemach Tzedek, which the Rebbe brings in the end of the order. And he's referencing to Atshuvas Imre Yoisher. Imre Yoisher is from Remeir Arik, from the Reise Gdoilim in Galicia, which he actually concludes by saying that, um, that there's none of Kimina, that you do not put on tefillin, whether you work on Chalamoed or you work on Shabbos, or you're walking in the desert, you don't know, they all forget many Shabbos, and the word is the same. The fact that this is a day which is exempt from tefillin, so it is exempt across the board. And this is the, re- the relationship to our discussion of the year regarding Meiser and Shemitah. So you may decide that, uh, that you are not keeping the Aloha, and you are not letting your filter become hefker, you fence it, etc., this still this year is a year which is potter me maiser, like every single year as his own maiser obligation. And this year, 
The cycle of Meiser says, no Meiser at all. He continues in order 26. In order 26, he brings that um, there's actually um, a Sifri. He explains a Sifri. The Sifri writes as follows. Rei Sifri. Yochoi, the Sifri says, Yochoi l'af shone shvi we might think that the seventh year is also high by Meiser. Talmud Loimar, Shnas Ameiser. The Torah says Shnas Ameiser. Shono Shechayevet by Meiser. There is a year which is obligated by Meiser. Yotza Shviz, Sheino Chayevet by Meiser. So clearly the Sifri writes, Shviz is a year which is not high by Meiser. Vemaritcham Simemem Gimel. The Marit in his tshuva, Moichiach Mizeh, brings from this free a clear proof, Sheptei Shviz, Pturim in a Meiser, Mikzer Asakosuv, Veloi Mitam Efker Klal. The Aloha of Shmita not having Meiser is a Gzer Asakosuv. Atkedeikach. So he learns Pshat that it's a Gzer Asakosuv. Not because it's Hefker, but it's a Gzera Sakosuf. Besides, run on the Yalkut Rei, Shehakoil Hefker, and Dosei Hefker. The Rebbe continues that the way we learned inside the Sikha, so then we don't have to go and explain the Sifri that it's Begeda Gzera Sakosuf. But rather we can say, because you have to be Mafkiret. Not because you were Mafkiret, because you have to be Mafkiret. And their obligation to be mafkiret, since the Torah commanded you to mafkiret, so from the get go, there is no chiyuv of meiser. Let's read it inside. But lefi anal bifnim, yeshloim apirush asifri bepashtus, not gzera sakosuf. But the sifri means to say, eino chayv de meiser. He means to say, sheperosh vish eino chayyov is be meiser, mekiven shechayev lafkiro. You are obligated to be mafkiret. Your obligation to be mafkiret does not allow an obligation to be high be miser. That's what the reason is. When he continues, lawyer shebe sifri v'yalku chomam shich yochel yu shnei maestris noyagim bo bashlishis talmud loimal shnasa miser miser echot. So he brings the concept of Shnasa Meiser. Shnasa Meiser. So we see clearly that it has to do with the year itself. And this is the, based on what we said, that, um, that the Chiyuv Meiser is not at all applying in a year of Shemitah, because it's Efker Mi'ikore, and we look at it as a chiyuv in Efker, which is of course the Malka, so there is no chiyuv of Meiser at all, even though you violated your prohibition for not being mafkirat. Continuing, see if Dalet. Continuing back now, going back to the Chkira. Is Efker Shvi something that you, the person, has to do, the Balabais, or it happens? so-called naturally by Torah, which he calls Afkasa de Malke. So he brings 
um, the before maybe we're going to save Dalet. Let's continue save Dalet. I'm sorry. Who I can bring in a raya? As the refke from Shvi is it of Kasa de Malke. Can bring a proof clearly. The Rebbe brings a proof that Shvi's the hefker happens without the person making it hefker, but of Kasa de Malke. What's the raya from Loshna Medresh? A medrash in Tarchuma in the beginning of a yikro. Oifum posik, the posik in Tehillim, Giboire koyach, oise dvoroi, lishmoya bekoil dvoroi. Talks about strong, powerful people who are following and obeying the, the orders of Hashem. Who is this posik referring to by calling them Giboire koyach? Dog the medrash. Eilu Shoimrei Shviz, that this Pasik applies to those who observe the mitzvah of Shemitah. Why are they called Giboirim, strong, mighty people? Since Royesh Asadeu Mufkeres, he sees his field being honorless. And his trees being honorless. And the fences being breached. And he sees his fruits being eaten by others. He conquers his Yetzirah and he doesn't speak, meaning he doesn't complain. He sees that his field is Hefker. It doesn't say that he makes his field hefker, it's as if he is passive and watching what happens on Shemitah, and he sees that happens to be that my field is hefker. How? The Malka, the Rebishter, made it hefker. That language used in the Medrash is mashma zivert hefker from zichalein. This is an indication that the way fruit are becoming hefker and shviz, they happen, they become hefker and their own. Hainu mitzad afkaset de malke, nit durach dem, vaserot dos mafker given, not by the person doing it, but rather the fact that it becomes intrinsically hefker from above, and the person just watches that happening, and he controls his yetzerada from, 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 from being upset about it. So this is a proof, the Lashana Medrash is a proof to the side of the Chakira, which says that this is Afkasa de Malke. So the Rebbe about that we can also look at the Medrash and understand that according to the other side of the Chakira, that you are the one who is making it after. And still, it is the, the Lashen, the language of the Medrash will fit. The Rebbe said, we cannot be doichig as the Medrash is metair, the Matzev from the Mesodeh, the Elon, Vizei Zainem Bepoyel. The Medrash describes practically what is the scenario, what is the situation of the field which you're being watched, that you are seeing now. The owner stands and he sees, so deyu mufkeres v'ilonoisu mufkorim. In other words, on a practical level, when is where you are controlling your Yetzirah, from being upset and from uh, trying to interfere, even practically you see, you feel in a state of Efker. 
But it doesn't mean that it's because it became Hefka from above. As he writes inside, to beruch the medrash alt as it's not given Hefka nor do them with the mentions in Hefka given. It's possible that the medrash is also referring to a case where the person was the one of Hefka, not necessarily that it's of Kasa the Malka. And the chidush b'shas roya, what happens? What suddenly happens that his strength and his courage is uncovered when he sees it and watches it? given you already made it after before. What's now? It's practically speaking. Practically, now you're seeing it in a state of post after and that's when a person can get agitated. And yet you control yourself. So the Torah calls you Gibay Rekoyach Al Derech Einoidoy Meriel Shmiya. We have the idea that you can compare when someone sees something. When you hear, there's a bigger impression on a person when he sees it, rather hearing about it from afar. So here too, practically you're seeing it now. So the Medrash talks about seeing it, but who led it to become in a state of Efker? Not necessarily because Hefker is Afkasa de Malka. That's very possible because you were the one of Afkir that. But when you indicate, initially when you went and you made it Hefker, it wasn't impacting you so badly or, 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 or didn't make such an impression. Now that you are watching it in a state of Hefker, therefore the Torah has to call you a Gibber. So therefore that Medrash will not prove me one way or another. There's another interesting raya in footnote 27 which the Rebbe wants to bring in regard to this Chakira, whether it's Afkasa the Malka or it's the person who does it. Let's learn it together. Oid yeshlo ichiyach lichura de shviz ave Afkasa de Malka. We can prove seemingly the, shmis, the, the, the Shemitah is Afkasa de Malka, not the person who's doing it. The Rebbe brings a Mishnah in Shkolim. The Mishnah in Shkolim in Perik Dalet, in the beginning of Perik Dalet, the Mishnah discusses all kinds of um, causes which were used with the funds which was collected by the Shkolim. We know that they used to buy the daily offerings, the Korban Tommy, the Korban Musaf, the Nesachim, the libations which came along with them, the Oimer, the Oimer which also bought with that money, the Shtea Lechem and Shvues, the Lechem Aponim, basically all the Korbanes at Sibur were funded from that kasa, from that uh, kupa of, of the shkolim. The Mishnah says, Shoimrei sfichim bashvis. That there are those who guard the sfichim. As we spoke earlier in the Torah, in Parshas Be'ar, it says clearly in the Torah, Vei sfiach k'tzircho loi siktor. What is sfiach k'tzircho means? That when it comes during the, the Shemitah, you're not allowed to reap the aftergrowth. Aftergrowth means whatever has grown on its own from a seed that fell to the ground during the previous harvest. 
ולתרסל אספיח קצירכו לא יסיקצו. You're not allowed to reap it. That's called ספיחים. ספיחים means it grew on its own and when it comes to אומר on פסח ושתי הלחם that you can only bring in ארץ ישראל from the new grain so the Torah tells us, the Mishnah tells us that they used to have special guards. It's called Shoimri Sfichim. Bezdin used to hire guards to watch in a few small places on that Sfichim, on those aftergrowth, that the animals should not eat it. Also let people know that they are watching it for the Beis HaMikdash in order to bring from them the Oimer and Pesach and the Shtei Alechem. And those guards were paid also from the same lishka um, of the shkolim. So what do, what, do we, what, what do we want to bring from there? So it brings us follows. Betesves, Mekamo is brought down this, this concept that they were, um, that they were paid from the, 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 there was something called Shemre Sfichim. So he brings the Tesos Bekamo Mekoymus, Shakla Vetaria, Aeich Mutar. How is it allowed, how is it allowed to use it for the Besamikdash? Falo Yitzorich Mimashke Yisrael, Minamutol Yisrael. When it comes to Egdesh, to the Beis Amikdash, so it has to be something which also every other Yid is allowed to eat from. And therefore, the question is, which is being discussed in Tesfus in a few places, the Rebbe's Metzai, in Yevomis, in Bab in Menachas, in other places, since Anything which is watched on Shemitah, what grew on Shemitah, being watched on Shemitah, is also Be'achila. If it's forbidden to eat, then it's also for Egdash also. So how would they allow to bring from those Fichim for the Oimer and the Shtei Alechem? This is a question where Tezvah discusses. Whatever was guarded, you're not allowed to, to, to reap, to harvest. So how was it brought? But then, the question is, what are you worried about? You're worried because you need to have Oimer. You need to have Shtei Alechem. So there's a solution for it. What is the solution? You don't have to guard it. Guarding is a problem. But you have another solution. What is it? So he writes, Simply. You need to bring the Oimer. So you could get it before Shemitah, you can be makne, you can sell that field to a cotton, to a child before Bar Mitzvah. And since before Bar Mitzvah is not obligated by Mitzvahs, 
So he's not going to have a chiyuv, an obligation to make it hefker. And now that you're not going to have it hefker, so you're going to be able to take, he does, he's not violating any prohibition, he has no mitzvah of making it hefker. So the Besam Mikdosh will take from this child's field grain for the Oimer, for the Shteh instead of getting into an issue of Svichim, being guarded on Shemitah, which that would be a good solution. The fact that we don't suggest that solution, so the Rebbe, that indicates, seemingly, that the way it becomes Efker is from Afkasa de Malke, it comes Efker by Torah. So then, regardless if you're a child, it's not if you have to make it Efker, so then you say, if I'm post bar mitzvah, I'm obligated. Before bar mitzvah, I'm not obligated, so it's going to be mine. But if it doesn't have to do with you, it has to do with Afkasa de Malka, so regardless who does it, you are still going to be chayev, it's still going to be um, considered Afkar. So therefore, the solution of giving it to a, to a, to a child is not going to work. So clearly, we see over here, seemingly, that it is Afkasa de Malka. So first, in the order, the Rebbe says, Aval Einoi. This is not a proper proof, because there can't be that the reason we don't do it by giving it to children because Simply, Taylor does not give you a commandment that the only way you're going to do it, you have a mitzvah of Oimer, and the only way you're going to do it is through using a Rome, like a trick, that you have to sell it to children, and by selling it to children, you're going to remove the mitzvah of Shemitah, and that's how you're going to end up with having Oimer. It's impossible to say that you know, the way you can become Oimer in Shtealechem on the seventh year is only that you're going to be obligated to buy a field from somebody who is Posba Mitzvah. Cotton, and then give it to a child in order to remove it in mitzvah shmita. That doesn't work. That's not the way Torah works. Torah wants to give us the possibility to be mekayim the mitzvah of oimer shte'alechem in a proper way milakatchila. And how are you doing it in a proper way? So that's what the Mishnah suggests that you're going to bring it from the sfichim what was guarded. And therefore the mission explains it in that way and not in the way of, of the, the so-called the tricky way. Because this is not the way mitzvahs are going to be given.
So here in the footnote, for footnote 27, the star, under Or 27, the Rebbe goes further into this discussion because this Raya is um, discussed by the Minchas Chinuch, Dalet. And as the Rebbe, the Minchas Chinuch, in BMS, he says that um, the that Minchas uh, Chinuch says that it's possible, first he says, that if there were fields of children near Yerushalayim, very possible they took it from there. And why doesn't the Mishnah say it? Because the Mishnah speaks in a case where there was no fields like that. Furthermore, the Mishnah Chinuch says that if there were such fields that belonged to children next to Yerushalayim, a child is not considered someone who can make a kinyan, he cannot be makna to you. And therefore, they couldn't take the field from their fields because the child cannot give it to you. And the Rebbe is dealing with these two seemingly rejections of the Michas Chinuch. And he says as follows. Regarding what he writes, that practically there was no fields of children owned next to Yerushalayim, so the Rebbe says, Umiyai time for that same reason that I said inside, that you, you can possibly sell the child a field before Pesach, before before Shemitah. Therefore, in Maspik Therefore, here you cannot just accept what the Mechaschinuch says that practically there was no children on the field next to Yerushalayim. Because in any case, you can still sell those kids a field before Shemitah, and you would have been okay to bring the Oymer and the Shteyalechem from there. So for this very same reason that it's a possibility to have children on fields, so we're not going to accept the answer of the Mechashrinu that there was no children on fields. Number two, even if there were fields, a child doesn't have the power in a Torah to be making something. So this goes into the big discussion, can you give a lulev for a child? Because if the child is going to have to give it back to you, and if a child is, too, a child can give you a gift. So there's a shaklevetaya about it. So in other words, it's a machlekes. It's a machlekes. Not everybody agrees that a child cannot do it. It's trying to this dechemed, which he discusses it. At the same time, the Rebbe says, There's another issue. When it comes to give it to the Mikdash for the use of the Oymel, there's a concept that you have to give it completely away to the community. Then there is a discussion, even if an adult has the ability, the ability to do it. In the Bet Science, Yerushalmi, 
ואינטס וסיונטף שקולים דה מחלק בין הנעל ושקולים דה מקבלים מקטנים. וסיונטף אקשלי סייס שקולים מי הטייקינג פינצ'ילדרין, אבל אדו טינגס וי דון טייק. ולא יחיישינן, זה דיסיגן גוזין תואר מחלקס. ותראה בקונקלוד ביסיינג ובכל אופן, יש להם הרבה פשטוס. even you're concerned with what's going to be give the ketanim, the koach, the strength to be magnet to us, so you can say simply, there's a concept that Bezden has the power to be mafkir something, on behalf of a need or a situation, so even the ketanim wouldn't have the koach, but the Bezden does have the koach to do it, and therefore, again, This removes the question of the Minchas Chinuch, what's going to happen, how will Ketanim be able to be, to be Maknet. But this is that, uh, so this proof to bring from the Mishnah, it's a Tzavkasa, the Malka, from the Mishnah of Shkolim, um, the Rebbe doesn't accept, mainly because that the way You, um, you, uh, you, you prove it is from the fact that the Mishnah doesn't bring you the solution to give it to children and because it would have been Afkar anyway, this is not a real solution, this is a Roma and the Torah doesn't work naturally in that way. One more footnote is on footnote 30. When he says... Inside, the Medrash also speaks about the fact that the person was mafkir at, and therefore, it doesn't mean that the Medrash will prove you that it's Afkasa de Malka, so he says in order 30, Gam tzorichi yungtzas, im timtzo loimar, dehave Afkasa de Malka, vein neshaych lepeulas odom klal, madu anikro shemri shviz. That's simply, it's called shoymer shviz. He guards it. How is he guarding it? Why is he called a guard of Shviz? And he doesn't speak, he doesn't complain. If it comes because the Rebishter made it Efker, so then it doesn't have to do with you. The fact that we call you Shoymer Shviz is a further indication that the Medrash also would go with the, with the approach that it's really It's the person's involvement in making it Efker, not just Afkasa de Malke, like he wanted to prove originally for the Medrash. Ba'ikro Rabbishom, in the Medrash it continues, it says, the Benoyek Shebe'oylom, Odom Oise Mitzvah Le'yoyim Echod Le'Shabes, Echod Le'Choydesh, Echod, I'm sorry, Benoyek Shebe'oylom, a person does a mitzvah, But the way the Medrash described the mitzvah of Shemitah, that it's not only once a week or once a month, but rather it's for the entire year, indicates that it's 
the entire year of Shemitah, you are considered doing a mitzvah by not protesting, but by accepting the fact that it's uh, that it's that uh, that it's uh, that it's mufker that Rebbe wanted. So this is a further indication that it is a person's involvement in the fact that he is silent in allowing the mitzvah of Shemitah to take place. So it's attributed to the person and therefore we can again prove that it's not Afkasa de Malka but rather it is the person's part in it which he does it.